This is EWO. I want to say okay, EWO after hours, and this is the the topic of this episode is wrestling. I'm with Jake, and we, yeah, we'll be not only doing a tournament, but we're going to break down what's going to well, basically, kind of what happened on the pay per views of Under Siege and. WrestleMania backlash, and I don't. I think we're gonna have to make that quick because I don't feel like talking about that on the next review podcast. That's just way too much. So yeah, I'm gonna it. Yeah, and we can just talk about it. We don't really have to go one match, then another, whatever. We can just so, do an overall like thought. Yeah. Life. So. I did not watch Under Siege first off, but I know you did. I know the results to all of Under Siege, and I've seen a lot of clips to it. So, I think you will have a better opinion on Under Siege, but for the most part, I'm just excited for mostly, well, two things I'm excited for. One being Moose versus Kenny Omega, and the other being... um. William Morrisley versus Rich One. Which basically if you, basically I'll explain it better. Um you know what I'll just say the results to everything. I might as well. Just so you'll understand what I'm talking about. Under siege results are Oh, by the way, before we go any further. I said I would do it. If it happened, and I and I am, I'm going to take on this one to to do it. I was wrong about uh, Don uh, Diana versus Havoc. I thought have there was no way I I doubted uh, Diana, and I thought that there was no way because Havoc had the like the bulk and like the height advantage. Um, I thought she was gonna win, and 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 I was like, "There's no way Deanna's gonna win this match," but she did. Um, so I was wrong. Um, I'm sorry to all the Deanna fans out there that I've probably uh, insulted. <laughs> um, and yeah. I, I, I'm a man of my word. Uh, I, I admit I was wrong. Right after that match, too, uh, or right after the results were posted, Kenny sent me a me- like sent me the results, which I already saw. Um, and he's like, "Bet you st- feel stupid now, huh?" <laughs> I really like. I really um at first I I, I just couldn't take. Jake seriously saying Havoc was going to be Deanna. I mean, Perrazzo has been going. I don't want to say, okay, I'll just say it. She's kind of currently like the Tessa Blanchard of Impact right now. She is like taking over the Indies. She's probably the biggest star in the Indies women was. So, I knew Havoc had no chance. 
he's going to make another apology tomorrow for the... Not tomorrow, sorry. Friday? This is being recorded on a Tuesday, by the way. So, if we talk, like... Of course, we're going to be talking... We, we're not going to be talking really much about anything after, basically, Tuesday. So, just wanted to put that out there. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, make, a, I'll make a second one of... I'll make two on the when we get to the um, the review podcast, but yeah. Okay, so for starters, Brian Myers, Brian Myers defeated Black Terrors. Okay, next match: Taylor Wild and Tanil Dashwood defeated Susan and Kimberly. Ace Austin and Madman Fulton defeated XXXL, PD Williams, and TJP and Rahu, Raju, and Shiru in a four way. William Morrisley defeated William Mack. Fire and Flavor defeated Jordan Grace and Rachel Ellering. To become, I, was, the, I was shocked on that one. I don't understand it still. I what kind like, of booking? I don't understand this booking. I watched it like I watched it, and I like I saw it happen, and I was like, "How?" <laughs> exactly. Okay, so they're the new champions, and Josh Alexander. Retained against El Fantasma. He retained his X Division Championship. Diana Perazzo defeated Havoc to retain her Impact Knockouts Championship. Eddie Edwards and Finn Juice defeated the Good Brothers and Kitty Omega. Moose defeated Chris Sabin, Chris Bay, Matt Cardona, Sammy Callahad. And Trey Miguel in a six way. And he will be facing. He'll be facing Kenny Omega. He's number one contender, basically. So those are the results for Impact. And let's talk about Impact. Anything you want to say? I said, uh, basically, so glad Moose is winning this. I don't know when their match is going to be, but whenever it is. I believe that might be his last match in Impact if he doesn't re-sign. Um, I believe the next... I believe it's the, uh, Against All Odds is next. I could be wrong. Maybe... So, speaking of this, okay, so is Eddie Edwards and Kenny Omega feuding right now, or is it Moose and Eddie? Moose and um Kenny, because I don't know, everyone hates Kenny. Seems what? 
Um, Kenny has, let's see. He has Cassidy and Pac on him. Or Pac, or however you pronounce it. Um, he has Eddie Edwards. He has Moose. Uh, and he has Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. He has six guys on him that want him. Plus Andrade, which is confirmed. He's going against Andrade, if y'all didn't hear. He's, I don't know what, Triple A pay-per-view? Oh, 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 for the Triple A Mega uh, Championship? Yeah, seven seven men. Well, that's what happens when you're champion, when you're world champion of three different promotions. Yup. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm happy about Moose, definitely. And I'm assuming Eddie Edwards might face Kenny before he faces Moose. Actually, I don't know about that because that would make the six-man pretty much pointless. Okay, but I'm very, very happy about Josh Alexander retaining. But he won with an ankle lock. He, this dude reminds me of Kurt Angle. So much, mostly because of his gear. But yeah, I I can see that. He's a like he's one of the best technicians I've seen in the Indies. Like, and yeah, so I don't know how I feel about Fire and Flavor, but I guess. That's what that is what it is, and let's be honest with ourselves. Ace Austin and Madman Fulton are definitely probably not beating Finjuice. But okay, so we got um, so against all odds is coming in June, June twelfth. And that's also a Impact Plus um, uh, monthly special. And then Slammiversary uh, is in July. All right. Also, um, Slammiversary 2020 is when Eric Young came back. So a lot, a lot of people are coming back. You heard did we really talk about the video of I don't think we talked about it, but a lot of people were rumored to come back. I believe Okada, Samoa Joe, Chelsea Green. A lot of mm. impact stars were well former were rumored to be coming back soon and they were in this video of I don't know how to describe it it was kind of a vignette but at the same time basically um, it was a tease video but it's kind of confirming it because why would they put random stars in a video if there's no lead up to it actually I don't know if I should say that because Aces of Eights had a vignette last year and nothing came out of that so, 
Yeah, but it's 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 been. I would say it's been a whole year since Impact's um, what what like what what would it be called like burst of uh, burst out of the obscurity, basically. <laughs> Like, it was, like, it was not really doing anything. Or, like, people weren't really paying attention to it. It was, like, no one wanted, really wanted to watch it. It was still good. It just, like, it wasn't, like, really, like, I want to watch this. It didn't have, like, that, like, um, that, what's the word? Like, that, that pull or that grab of, like, I want, like, I want to, like, look, look at this. And then, at, like, around Slammiversary and past that, Eric Young uh, re- uh, came back, and then um, Impact started picking up again. And now it's it's doing amazing. Exactly. All right, so... Yeah, um, it's so weird thinking about it, but the pandemic era kind of saved Impact in a way. I don't think that I don't think that there's any kind of about it. It did save it. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean a lot. Yeah, pretty much. It was yeah, it was creeping back in, and it was it had its moments where people were like. Impact is pretty good right now, but it wasn't anything like must watch until pandemic. So, yeah, must watch, must see that. That's what I was trying to think of. That's the, those were the words I was trying to think of, but I couldn't. Yep. Um, but, uh, under siege, I really enjoyed it. Um, the, the uh my my favorite match uh was uh my favorite match was the six man um and it it was very it was interesting that um what was interesting to me is when Don Callis saw Sammy Callahan and then uh um Anderson and Gallows, um, they they came out and attacked Callahan. Which, if I'm Anderson and Gallows, wouldn't the, the wouldn't it be smarter to attack Moose than Callahan? Exactly. Like, like he, like, Callus, like, saw Cal, or Don Callus saw, um, Callahan as a threat. But in the same ring, right next to him is Moose, who's literally, who literally, um, like, I cannot think of words, like, he, um, Towers 
over Callahan. Exactly. So, so what do you think about El Fantasma match? I thought I, uh, I thought it was I thought it was a good matchup. Um, you had you had uh, Josh Alexander's uh, style of more like uh, like wrestling, um, uh, uh, Greco Roman wrestling, grappling, uh, submission holds, trying to keep trying to keep. El Fantasma grounded, and then you have El Fantasma, who's more of like the high fly, um, like springing around the ring, uh, aerial. But he like also he has an amazing strike ability, so it's, it, it was interesting to see the uh, a competitor who grapples against a competitor who likes to fly around the ring because if. Because with Alexander, he made the smartest strategy, which are um, what, what I thought was a really great strategy. He kept Phantasma grounded. He didn't really allow him to use his um, his high momentum offense. Um, so he kept bringing him onto the defense, which didn't really work out for, for El Phantasma. Right. I really... He's one of the wrestlers that I really kind of want to see in WWE one day. But... Josh, yeah, Josh Alexander. Um, I... See, I I haven't really seen much of... I, I'd only seen the... The... Um, the two... I've only seen... I, like, I haven't really seen much of El Fantasmo but I've seen more of him than Alexander. And so I was, I thought, Oh, surely like El Fantasmo is going to like use his striking ability, um, his agility and like his aerial maneuvers to um, like get one over on Alexander. But man, that dude can, can pick you up and throw you to the ground and grapple you. I know. And, what made me a fan of him is probably what made a lot of people fans of him, and that was his work in the North. And I really do miss the North, honestly, so badly. They were actually my favorite tag teams in wrestling for a little bit. But speaking, who is the North consisted of? Josh Alexander and Ethan Page. Hmm. Yeah. They had such great chemistry, but yeah. I'll have to check out one of uh some some of their tag team matches. Definitely. Um, but yeah, Josh Alexander his match with TJP was so amazing that it even got me more invested. That's what made me one of his that's what made me basically choose him as one of my favorites. And, yeah, I hope this is a pretty good title reign. And 
Deanna Perrazzo is never losing the title, I don't think. I think she's going to have to die before she loses that title at this point. Um, I it, it only makes the question that um, whenever she does lose it, who, who to who? That's my question. Like, who is going to be able to beat her? If I could choose anyone to be her, which definitely will happen probably, I would really want to see Jordine Grace take it. She's like the ultimate babyface right now. Mm. In a way. I I really like the whole, like, um, how I really liked the behind-the-scenes segment where Prazo was like, I know of a way to, like, settle this. You, Havoc, and Rosemary, you two face off in a number one contender match, uh, and the winner faces me for the title. And then um, and then she's like, I'll go talk to... Um, I forgot his name. Um, Scott Demore? Yes, thank you. Um... I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry. Um, so, Scott Demore. So, then she says, um, I'll go to Scott Demore right now, and we'll have that book for next week. <laughs> then, later in the show, she's about to leave, and then Scott Demore is like, did you want to talk to me about something? Like, it's like she never went to go talk to him. She just said that she would, and then didn't. I, and... Right there is what oh that moment right there, that like small little moment you really love Dion as a heel. Yeah, she I really can't like imagine she was in WWE for what, like a year more? I feel like more than a year. Mm, it was probably like a year and like three or four months. Probably. Maybe a little bit longer. But it, like kind of blow us by mind that they really never did anything with her. Like her as NXT champion would have been crazy. But Impact really she's gonna catapult from Impact and if not just continue staying there for the rest of her career. She's going to do a lot. Clearly. Yeah. Um, yeah. NXT, as much as I, I, I love them and like, I, I'm a mark for, I'm an NXT mark and I like, I put them over for so much. Um, they really fell short on a lot of people. Um, booking and, um, like creative wise. Peraza was definitely one of the one of them that they like they messed they messed up with because they could have done so much with her and they didn't exactly and probably the biggest example of NXT not using a star to their fullest potential is definitely Cassius Odo but yeah. I mean, they tried, but um, the last few months of his career in NXT UK, but it 
fell short with the pandemic and stuff. So we never really got to see it. But his, his work with um with Cesaro and the Kings of Wrestling was amazing. And I was like, where's this Cassius? Why aren't you letting this Cassius star and like shine? Exactly. I would have so many dream matches that we never got, but I think that's all we really have to say about um Undersage. Yeah. So next up is WrestleMania Backlash, which I have a lot to say about that one. For starters, I'll just say the rundown. Ricochet on the kickoff show, Sheamus did an open challenge, Ricochet answered, and Sheamus won as expected. But after the match, he basically Ricochet dropkicked him, stole his hat and basically his gear, and danced. Okay. So Rhea Ripley defeated Asuka and Charlotte in a triple threat match to retain her championship. The Miz wait. Sorry, the Miz is backstage and yeah, they're just getting ready for their match. And they basically cut back to Dominic before the sh- um basically on the kickoff show Dominic was attacked by the Dirty Dogs, so that's explaining that. Okay, so Okay, so Dominic and Rey Mysterio defeated the Dirty Dogs to become the new SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Champions, sorry. And this is where the show kind of takes a turn. Backstage, John Morrison goes to check on the Lumberjacks, and it's full of zombies. Jimmy Uso walks into Roman Reigns' office. Jay is sitting down. Jimmy asks where Roman is. He tells him the name of the door says Roman Reigns, but it should say Roman Reigns and Jay Uso. But their locker room would say Jimmy and Jay Uso, tag team champions. In comes Roman Reigns. Jimmy says he just wants to tell him good luck tonight, and he walks out. Okay. Damian Priest defeated The Miz in a zombie lumberjack match. For for all of you who think you're mishearing Kenny speak, you're not. Zombies. <laughs> Walking Dead? Dawn of the Dead? Zombies. Um it's it it's it's a it's a promotional uh stunt for Army of the Dead starring Batista. Um, which was, I'm not going to lie. It was entertaining. It very was. It was, I, I love, I loved like the whole, like fighting off zombie apocalypse instead of just the standard, uh, watching all like the WWE superstars just stand around the ring and really do nothing. (laughs) So, yeah. So Bianca. Uh, retained against Bailey. 
she retained her SmackDown Women's Championship. And Bobby Lashley defeated and retained his championship, his World Heavyweight Championship, WWE, against Braun Strowman and Drew McIntyre. And last, we have Cesaro losing against Roman and not winning the Universal Championship. And after the match, Seth Rollins beat up Cesaro. Okay. And and destroyed his arm. <laughs> yes. Cesaro did not have a good night. No. Okay, so... I will start off with the first match, which... Um, Jake saw, I did not see, and this was Ricochet versus Sheamus, which he said he got more offense than he would usually get. He did, yeah. It was definitely, um, it was very, very close. I really thought Ricochet was going to win the match. Um, he, he got, um, he did two arrow moves and pinned Sheamus and he kicked out a bull. Then he tried to get. Then he tried to get a, a pin over a roll up, and Sheamus kicked out of that. Um, the ending. Of the, the ending of the match was Ricochet went for the um, uh, six thirty. I, I believe his his uh, finisher is. Um, he went for that. Uh, he went for that. Sheamus ducked out of the way. Uh, he went for a bro kick. Uh, Ricochet moved out of the way. Roll up. Um, James kicked out, and then he hit him with a really, really hard knee to the to the jaw, and then pinned Ricochet. All right. Yeah. So is I'm assuming Vince or someone backstage saw how brutal his knees are, like Sheamus's knees look. And they decided to make that like to a signature or something. Yeah, I um, I'm I'm just glad that um, I'm just really glad TV and like getting some promo time and some like match time and and all and and all that stuff. Yo, and real Ripley. Against Oscar and Charlotte Flair was a pretty good match, which I mean, uh, the ending is kind of my pet peeve, and Jake knows all about this. Okay, um, can can I just say one thing that I found? I it's it's about Raw, but it it ties to uh, WrestleMania Backlash on Raw. Charlotte Flair said, "I didn't lose. I was never pinned. I didn't like, like sh- she tried getting a one-on-one match with Rhea Ripley for the title, and she's like, I was never pinned, or like, I- like I technically never won, uh, and and it's like, uh, and they're like, like the technically like te- technicality, you didn't win, you didn't lose, like situation of a triple threat." And I was and I was just sitting there while I was watching Raw. It's like you literally stood there 
for like 15 seconds and did not do anything to break to stop the, this outcome and yet you're complaining for a championship that you want a champion a uh, second shot at the title what Exactly. What? Why? And yeah, I don't know what happened there. I I really can't pay attention to the women on Raw right now. It's just kind of difficult at this point. I'm just really glad that Charlotte lost. That's, Me too. that's the silver lining. It was actually kind of when you thought about it. When I thought about it, I really didn't know who would win this match because I felt like Charlotte was going to win, but then they Rhea could have won it. And yes, the wild card would be Oscar, but then I was thinking, what if WWE didn't want basically Charlotte to win it yet, but they wanted Rhea to kind of, you know, keep practicing like her promos and stuff. And like, like I said, she's still in training classes or whatever. So I was um, thinking, what if they just wanted to give it back to Oscar until Rhea's ready? But no, that didn't happen. And Oscar took the tip pin. And if y'all are wondering what I'm talking about, that really annoyed me at the end. Basically, I believe Rhea pushed. Was it Rhea pushing Oscar into like Charlotte's boot, which was she was on the apron. Yeah. And basically, was, yeah. Yeah, she was on the apron, and she got like she got pushed or kicked or something that made her fall to the ground. And I know, like, when I was talking to you about this, I know it's kind of a lame excuse, but, like, I was just trying to wrap my head around what happened. And what what I, that's just what I saw. I saw that she got knocked down to the floor, and she was, like, apparently, like, too, like, she just laid there. Like, the time that it took... For her to like being laid on the floor was like 15 seconds, which uh huh, uh, like okay, yeah, she basically kicked someone, and I guess the momentum of the kick that she gave made her slip and fall into the apron to the floor, and yes. I mean, in realism, maybe that would knock you down for a few seconds. But the thing that made it see if this if if she would have um I don't know if Rhea would have did something like I don't know a super kick or something then pinned her and it was a three count which yeah that wouldn't make sense but it would be way more believable than that because it takes a few seconds for her to put up her finisher and. It just looked weird. It felt like she was just waiting. Charlotte was just waiting for her to pin her. Yeah, like 15 seconds. So, Charlotte's fault. Yeah. Also, here's a, here's a second. I, I know it's already happened, but also what you could have done is have Charlotte, like, get, like, kicked or, like, slip or something. Or, or just have her get knocked the apron off the apron or something like that. And hit the uh, the steps, like knock her off, have her hit the steps, and then she falls to the ground. That like you hit those steel steps, that I can I can believe you not getting up for like a minute. Exactly. 
So this is the part where no, this isn't the part yet. My bad. This might be the I don't know. I personally yeah, this is the match of the night personally for me. And that was Dominic Mysterio and Ray versus the Dirty Dogs. And the reason why this match was so special to me is this was the match that you didn't think WWE would try for, right? Like, they have all these big championship matches. And SmackDown championship matches hasn't been on a pay-per-view, I don't know, since T.O. I don't know, since basically many pay-per-views ago. And you're basically thinking, okay, this is probably going to be like 11-minute match. It's typical match or something like that. But it was way more special than that. The match, they gave them a long time to wrestle. They gave them, what, like 20 minutes? And a normal match in WWE is probably about 10 minutes, 12 minutes. So the thing that was so... Not only that, that they gave them this much time. It was the second longest match on the card, I believe. I might be wrong. I don't know. But... Ray Mysterio, this was not like the normal Ray Mysterio who, oh, roll up, one, two, three, loses. The dude who loses to signature moves. Um, basically, a last the Ray Mysterio who was here for the last few years who wasn't Ray at his full potential. Like, the Ray that came into WWE a few years ago, like 2018 with his return. And... That Rey Mysterio, I don't know when he returned to WWE on his, like, third run, I believe. But, basically, the one he returned in the Royal Rumble, he was, back then, he was basically, he could kick out of RKO's, he could kick out of finishing moves. He was, he was shown as a legit legend and, like, veteran. Lately, he's been... You can see that um, they're portraying him as a weaker guy than he was years ago. And he's older, so it makes sense. But this guy was, like, kicking out of super kick. All these moves he was kicking out of. And it was amazing. Like, also, spot of the night, maybe. <laughs> I still can't wrap my head around it. But when Robert Rude slid... For Mysterio into that super kick, that was amazing. Yeah, that I'll, better be two K twenty two. I yeah. Um, I, I that super kick move. You 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 know me. I love a good super kick, so I would I would definitely use that. But uh, <laughs> um. The match was 17 minutes. Oh, well, still pretty. It what it definitely was the sec. It definitely was the um the second longest match on the card. I thought so. Okay, so yeah, it, the match is special, and then the boat. It was a very, very emotional moment at the end. It wasn't anything like to cry over, but you could tell that Ray Mysterio, this is like 
Rey Mysterio and um, Dominic actually cared about this moment, and it was like huge for them. Ray was like, you could tell both of them were like emotional about it too, and it was an amazing moment. So, yeah, I felt like the match told a whole story, and it not only made. Ray looked like an underdog. It had the perfect ending. Five-star splash. This match was definitely a 10 out of 10 match for me. Possibly yeah, match of the year. It's 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 definitely a a, uh, a match of the match of the year candidate. Um and having having Dom um get attacked before the show and like like oh and have it like oh like Rey Mysterio has to go out there and like fight both Ziggler and Rude off for the titles um and then he he starts fighting them uh put like putting on a good match um fighting hard and then Dom comes back I did not think that Dom would come back Huh. Yeah. But like but like you said, it like I I feel like him being put out and being to compete and then him coming back even though he was injured, um it definitely the, the that like that storytelling of it was spot on and it's it's some of the best like uh storytelling that had a good ending to this to that like that had a good ending to it that I've seen in a very long time exactly and a lot of wrestling matches don't have that like it's just a typical wrestling match, but it, like, yes, this match wasn't that great, but or very memorable, basically. But the story told the whole match. It was yeah, perfect. And next match, which was Damian Priest versus Miz, which Damian Priest won. Let me just say the match was horrible. I'm not talking about the zombies, but it was. Clearly, they were kind of distracted by the zombies, not actually, like, I don't know what it was, but um, all the effects and stuff going around the ring did affect the match. There was a lot of botches in the ring, which is understandable because everything was going on around the ring. But Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to focus on a wrestling match when you got zombies on the outside. Yes, he... Okay, this, okay now let's talk about the zombies... I have a mixed feeling feeling about this. I think it's so stupid that it's good, kind of. And, like, I wish they kind of would have said the next night it turns out they were actors or something because if if zombies are real in WWE's world, then why would WWE let them in the building first off? Okay, for, first of all, WWE didn't 
Batista did. And then Batista <laughs> continued to say, after the show, this was Vince's idea. He had nothing to do with it. I'm, I don't know. But why did it... Okay, so if he's in a movie where he's fighting zombies, why is his friend zombies? Yeah, wouldn't his, gonna... wouldn't his enemy be the zombies then? Exactly. Is he like, I can't take care of these zombies. It's your fight. I don't know. But anyways... Yeah, his tweet like I won't I won't be showing up to the to the show, but my friends will. I I was thinking since we're in our zombies, your friends. <laughs> so I'm gonna be checking out that movie by the way, but I'm um, me too. So yes, it was a promotional match, but overall I didn't like it because it was portrayed as real zombies. But if they would have referenced this as actors or something, I'd have been completely fine. But now it just gets me confused because. Okay, so. <laughs> Damien Priest has to be the most. Miz is supposed to be the hill here. Damien Priest just let some two people die. By zombies. And he's still doing his poses and stuff. He just doesn't care. So, um, well, I this match is very confusing. Um, <laughs> so wait, is it wait? Miz is the heel. Yeah, Damien's like, and Damien's like the baby face. But like after the ma- after he gets the pin, he goes up to the top rope or goes up to the top turnbuckle and like gets out of dodge while the zombies eat Miz. Yes. Honestly, I I I, I would be I would be in the same situation or do the same thing that that. Priest would if I was in that situation, I would I would get out of dodge. I just like okay, so but why did they why didn't they go into the ring during the match? Like zombies don't know. Honestly, we could be making a whole podcast about these zombies. The zombies. So apparently, John Morrison isn't a zombie. Clearly, as we know it. And this will probably never be referenced. Also, if the um, story is true, Miz did get injured, broke um, torn ACL, possibly up to nine months, which will be his first injury in WWE, and which is very sad. But um, I believe the reason it was a torn ACL is because. The Damian Priest spot where he basically went for his flying kick off the top rope. I believe he, yeah, he landed way short and it crashed into his knee. But, yeah, so this match was 
I'd be fine if this was an impact, but this was a WWE, and now I don't know what is what, and Damian Priest is the biggest hill in WWE right now. Also, one of the things that I always take into consideration is WWE is WWE, and I and I and I've learned not to question what they do, just just accept it and move on. Yeah, people do take this too serious too. Like, I, if you see these tweets and stuff, they do take it too too serious. It's like it's like zombies. What in? It's like zombies in WWE. You're kidding me. This is ridiculous. It's like. Have you not been watching the program you're watching? <laughs> yeah, it's not like Undertaker or The Fiend or literally Alexa Bliss right now are totally normal. Please unlock your device. Wow. Okay, so let me continue with this show. That was the lowest part of this show, just because it was a pretty... I felt like it just shouldn't have been on the pay-per-view. It was kind of a filler match, it felt like, just for the promotional. Bianca versus Bailey was good. Bobby def- Bobby versus Braun versus... Um, versus Drew was pretty good. The match was all- for a triple threat match, it was only 14 minutes. I will say the um, with I, I there was a lot of spots where I was not expecting at all. The spot where Braun threw himself like a cannonball position, I did not expect that, and I thought he landed on his head, and I was scared for him. But he did. I believe he didn't. He landed pretty good and was throwing this dude all around the place like jeez and yeah lastly once so that's good why is it why does it seem like whenever um braun or braun or lashley or braun and lashley got get together in a match someone's got to go through the led wall or led board Exactly. That's a common spot in most of their encounters. Yes, it is. I'm glad uh, Leslie won, too. And... (sighs) Okay, so... Last match. Surprisingly, a very technical match with Cesaro versus Roman. And, yeah, Roman won. Cesaro basically got killed after the match. Rest in peace, Cesaro. And I kind of hope Cesaro comes back and wins it at SummerSlam. People want Seth Rollins versus Roman. And if you want a babyface Seth Rollins versus Roman, please remember who babyface Seth Rollins was. He's a better heel. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to go back to to twenty nineteen. We we've been there before. We don't need to go back. <laughs> Horrible. Yes, we. Let's keep Hill Rollins. He's 
amazing as with his character currently. Heel tribal uh tribal chief Roman versus uh embrace the vision Rollins could I would say could could definitely be a banger if written correctly the match and the and the um the match and the ending uh, if they're written correctly I believe it could be a banger very much could be and do I want to see it at SummerSlam yes and no because I really want to see Cesaro win it in front of the crowd but like imagine him bouncing back from this injury having finally finishing his feud with um Rollins and basically it'll be more of a story but um that won't happen most likely hopefully he stays in the main event though also um i heard rumors that um they moved hell hell in a cell up to june because they want to debut uh lily uh with alexa bliss so I, I've I've heard rumors of that um, for them to uh, introduce Lil, like I don't know if Lily's gonna be like a alter ego of Alexa, but I'm because it seems like Lily and Alexa are kind of the same person a little bit, and Lily's just like uh, Alexa Bliss, like Alexa Bliss in like doll form or something. Apparently, and yeah, so as we continue the news, it's been a year since Chad Gaspard passed since two days ago, which is crazy because wow, that was a crazy, um, yeah, recipes, and yeah, so that was one year ago. Another thing is. I'm trying to think of the other news. And rest, rest in peace, brother. Yeah. So the other news being... Actually, I will say that I actually started... I'm starting to watch Main Event again. And I didn't say why, but I'm going to say why now. Main Event is kind of... Okay, I'm just going to say... Not, it's not kind of... Ricochet and Ali are basically saving the show. What they're basically putting these promos online, and these promos are appearing on the actual show, so it's like an actual feud, and their moves and stuff are amazing, and things you wouldn't see them doing on Raw or SmackDown or whatever, or like Star Press, Crossbody stuff like that. It's like giving uh it's like giving ex exclude exclusivity. I think that's how you say that. It's giving like exclusive content that you can't see on Raw or SmackDown or any like that. Um on main event. So Yeah. Hopefully, I feel like 
this will never happen, but if they gave them more freedom on main event, I would feel like that would make it more watchable, which at this point, this is why I like AEW Dark more than main event. And this is why main event should start doing stuff. Basically, on AEW Dark, they basically have small stories. They have actual storylines. They have matches that kind of matter. And they have matches where new stars face against already made stars. And they can put up good fights and it can determine their future in the company. And I appreciate that. And it shows them getting better and experience. That's why AW Dark feels better than Main Event. And Main Event really isn't... I mean, it's basically a show where they play replays. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, also... Also... The news that I was going to give is Bray Wyatt. I believe they said he requested to take time off because of his grieving with Luke Harper or Brody Lee or... Yeah. So... I mean, that's fair. Jonathan Huber, yeah. So, he had um, grieving, and he came back, and he was a lot skinnier, I believe. And that is why um, Vince did not like that. He wanted him to maintain his shape, and he kind of lost a lot of weight. If I believe everything right I'm saying, this might just be a rumor, but this is what is thought to be true. And, well, yeah, so, hopefully, he takes the time he needs off and gets to the shape he needs to be. I mean, if this, um, if this is true, um, and it's, that's what, like, that's why, um, we haven't seen, uh, Bray Wyatt in a while. I, I can understand, like, it's like, I I would imagine with how much time, uh, like, Wyatt and Harper spent a lot of time together th- throughout, like, the Wyatt family. And, um, they, like, they probably rode together, they, like, formed a bond, a, like, a brotherhood, or, like, a brothership, um, and it's like, like the best way that I could like picture this is like, or give an example of this. It's like, say, um, say I passed away, and or it's say you or I passed away, and then while gr- while we're grieving, like that death, um, Vince is like, hey, we want you to work. As like, I don't. It's like, like I don't really feel like working, but sure, um, I'll like I'll I'll like I'll work like mania, 
and then he works mania and then it's like well you're not really in the shape that you're not really in the shape that I thought you would be and it's like well obviously like I've been grieving my best like my best friend's death for the past couple of months like I I I can see where like why it's coming from and why he can he would need to do that Exactly. I agree. Yeah. So, now the first hour is completed of this podcast. Second hour will be solely this tournament. Yep. Y'all know how tournaments goes, I hope. Like our fourth tournament? No, it's one, two. Yeah, this is our fourth tournament. Yeah, fourth. Um, so, in in uh in our past two tournaments, I have been the host or guest. Um, and I usually just narrate the thing. Um, and don't give my opinions. I just help move the tournament forward. Um. But this time I will be giving my opinions. All right. I just had my coin. Where did that thing go? Oh, man. Let's have a spare coin. You live in California, you should know this. <laughs> I thought I put it in my pocket. Um, Let me go get a. Let me go get one. This is the second time that I've came unprepared with a coin. I'm back. I should just like have like five coins on standby. <laughs> yes, you should. Okay. So, um, so there, there are 25, um, there are 25 in the tournament. So, There are, we got a round of preliminaries and then, um, then the next, like, uh, 16, 
like the 16 men man uh, one starts. So, should we do the preliminaries and then the and then the first round and then continue the next one the next week or part two? I think we could finish this whole thing in today. We probably could, honestly. Yeah, it's not that many. So, yeah, let's try to finish it. It's only 25 people. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, first up, we got... Seth Rollins versus Alpha Academy. By the way, we're doing theme songs. I don't know if we made that clear. We're not doing actual wrestlers. Yeah, no, this is... Oh, yeah, I forgot to say the name. Um, This is the entrance theme top of the mountain tournament. Yeah. I... I tried being creative with the name instead of just like like being like oh the greatest entrance the greatest WWE three entrance theme ever blah blah blah. I'm trying to be creative with with these tournament names. So you're gonna run out of them quickly. Yeah, but <laughs> so I'll cross I'll cross that bridge that bridge when I come to it. Yeah. So, so, Alpha Academy versus what? Seth Rollins. Oh, man. Seth Rollins' new theme song. I do not know Alpha Academy's theme song by heart. And I feel bad for not knowing that. Is it basically just Shorty, not Shorty G's, Chad Gable's theme song or? Um, yeah. I think it's just Chad Gables. Okay, if it's Chad Gables, then I'll... Oh, gosh. I kind of like Chad Gables more a little bit. Yeah, I'll go with Alpha Academy. I know Otis... I know Otis has his own, like, like, single, individual, like, theme song. But for this, we're just counting the the Alpha Academy uh, theme together. As them together. Um... I, I, I do really like Chad Gables, or Alpha Academies, um, since they use his. Um, but embrace, uh, Seth Rollins embrace the vision. Um, is it's really catchy. Minus the the burn it down part, I don't really feel like that goes with his new theme. Um, uh, hopefully they're not just slowly trying to change it back to that one. But no, they're not. They're not like uh, burnt like the like the scream like burn it down part is in it. Um, but it's 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 a different. It's definitely way different than what they um, than that other one. Yeah, I heard um the theme song he debuted at WrestleMania. I 
kind of like it. I don't remember it, to be honest. I remember it, but, like, it's not memorable for me. Like, I can think of it now, but... Yeah, I... I, yeah. I, I tend to listen to WWE theme, like, just, like, everyone theme songs uh, a lot. Um, actually, I'm really hooked on uh, Humberto... Uh, Humberto Carrillo's Ambitious right now. His theme song, Ambitious. So, that's that's what I'm, I've been listening to recently. i to check it out. It's really catchy. Um, Speaking of catchy I, theme songs, why did they give Drew, like, uh, Drew Goo like such a good theme song? I don't know if you heard it. I, I, I did uh, Fade, I believe it's called. Yeah, I uh, think so. I think it's called Fade. Um, yeah, I, I have heard it. It's really, it's really good. I, I, I like it better than his other one. I'm really gra- glad that they gave him an improvement. I, I would have to go with, um, I'd have to go with Seth Rollins. Okay, so flip the coin, I suppose. Yeah, it's. I just, um, to me, uh, it it's a it's a lot catchier. Um, uh, I like grooving to it more. Is so so it's just. So. Seth Rollins heads Alpha Academy tails. Oh hey, I found my quarter. Hey, <laughs> it was in my shoe. <laughs> the last put, so yeah, I can use my. I was I was using a dime, and I just lost it, and I found my my quarter trying to find trying to find the dime that I lost. <laughs> what a great turn of events! <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so Seth Rollins heads Alpha Academy Tales for real this time. And it is Tales. Alpha Academy moves forward. Hey, good. All right. Um, we got, next we got Shinsuke Nakamura versus Commander Aziz. Wait, Shinsuke? Yeah. Yeah, Shinsuke. Oh, Shinsuke, hands down. Shinsuke might win the whole freaking tournament. Dude, Shinsuke is, dude, especially when, um, when Shinsuke first appeared on, in WWE with the, um, the violinist. That was so special too. Like, yeah. I, yeah, Shinsuke, he's one of the theme songs that I could literally listen to forever without getting tired of. 
Dude, dude, whenever I listen to his theme song, I always do. The, I always got to do the hand movements or like his like his hand thing. I always got to do it. Um, all right, so Shinsuke Nakamura advances. Uh, uh, grade A theme song. He's got. All right. Okay. Um, we got Bailey versus Biggie. Okay. Well, before I say Biggie. Okay, I love Bailey's a lot. That's the thing that I want to get clear. Like Bailey's, I actually thought at first when I first heard it, it kind of sounded like The Rock. It does a little bit. It has some of those like um, that like that hum or that like um, the like the harmonies or like the guitaring. Uh, yeah, the instrumentals of it. Well, little, little bit are. It really is a good theme song, but like Big E's, like the star power in it, Wally's rapping it. Like, imagine a world class rapper rapping about you. Yeah, so Biggie. I'm I'm going Biggie, dude. Feel the power. Um, is it, it, it's so good. All right, so Biggie advances. Yeah. Ooh. No. Okay. For me, at least, this one is a little bit of a tricky one. Okay. Sasha Banks versus Roman Reigns. Ooh. I can kind of do this. Oh, Rowan Reigns' theme song is so good, but I really love Snoop Dogg. Okay, so... I... got to say... Yeah, that's not very hard for me. And, okay, I'm going to get a lot of hate for what I'm about to say. And I understand it. But I kind of did like Sasha Banks' theme song a little more before the Snoop remix. So did I. Like I love, I love, uh, I love uh, the original "Sky's the Limit." Exactly. I guess it felt more original, but um. So. For me, I I gotta go at Romans. It fits him so perfectly. Let's see, I love the thing that I love so much about the remix is that like when Sasha first comes out, she's like you like you think that you're about to get, like, the old Sasha Banks. Because, like, 
the the start of it is the original sky's the limit but then like all the lights thin down and like the spotlight is on her and then um and then Snoop Dogg kicks in and it's such like a like um like things are about to go down like kind of mood switch but Romans it's so much better than his old one and you can hear a little bit of his old one too in uh it mixed into the like the background of his new one which i do like yeah so i'll like i said at first to be honest i didn't even like the sasha banks theme song with um basically snoop deck at all at first but it quickly grown on me and i really started liking it but like i said romans it just fits him too perfectly it's so fresh right now so yeah sasha uh i i love you i love your theme song but i'm sorry i'm gonna have to go with roman Roman Reigns advances. It's it's yes. so it's it's so good. It's so good. And the fact that it fits him his tribal chief thing perfectly, just nail in the coffin. Exactly. All right. We got Alistair Black versus Riot Squad. Okay, this is going to get so much hate, but Riot Squad, just because Alistair Black's current theme, I'm not a fan of at all. Okay, so here's the thing. If it was, um, if it was a Root of Evil, I would have gone Black. I would go black. Just root of evil. Like black has used his entire run. He's used NXT. He's used it in WWE. It's 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 a good song. No man's land. I'm sorry. That what is that? That's awful. It's. I I get what they're. I get what you're. Tri- Hopefully, um, else after these like stories. Uh, video packages of Alistair Black doing the the storybook, uh, the chapters, either root of uh, root of evil or root of all evil. I forget what's the exact title, but um, either he gets that back or he gets a new theme. I prefer he gets his old theme back, but um, I wish he could get it back. I know why they took it away, simply because CFO and WWE parted ways. So they can't use those theme songs. Yeah, but. if Def if Def Rebel can be uh can make a better song, uh, a newer and better song than No Man's Land, um, I would love to see that. Yeah, but this theme song it does not fit Alistair Black. I know what they're trying to do, but maybe for someone else it would be fine. But 
I, I really don't like this song at all, to be honest. Yeah, right. I'm I'm going right squad. If it if it was if it was his old if it was his older theme, uh the CFO theme, uh root of again like if it was that one, I would go hit Alistair Black hands down. But yeah. I mean plus Riot Squad's theme song's pretty catchy anyways. It is. The the um I love the instrumental the guitars of it. Like the the guitar shredding punk uh instrumentals uh very fit the the riot squads um their characters yeah all right okay now this is interesting really the street profits versus bianca belair Okay, is it not that hard for me? It's not that hard, but the fact, but the fact that it's Montez's Montez Ford tag team against Bel 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 Belair—that's so ironic. Okay, let me just say, one thing I was never a fan of is Bianca Belair's the first half second of her theme song, which is like a hair whip. I know what they're trying to do, but it just doesn't sound... It just... I don't know what about it. It just sounds weird. But the rest of the... It's really good and stuff, but Street Profits definitely more catchy for me. I used to... Um, a lot of these theme songs are, are on my playlist. Um, I... I I I would I play like I play any like all of these um very very often um and for me I was on for about a month I would say like the only thing that I would I would I would be pl- I would play or like the most thing, the thing that would be most played on my phone would be um, Bell Harris theme, because <laughs> it's like it's it's so catchy, but um, there's there's nothing like bring the swag. So I'm I'm going Tree Profits. Seeing seeing Mont uh seeing Ford and Dawkins dance the dance the entire way to the ring, it just makes you wanna like groove and dance with them. Exactly. Montez Ford, speaking of them, uh, Montez Ford and Angela Dawkins. By the way, I have a feeling that they might break up one day, which wouldn't shock me. But Street Profits, they have like... 
I don't know. Lately, they've really not been doing a lot. They kind of got lost lost in the shuffle. But I'm very glad that SmackDown has all these tag teams right now. Yeah, they're really like they're right now. They're uh, they're kind of hyping up Bianca. Yeah. Um, so they they, <laughs> they have they have a little bit of a role, but I'd love to see them in tag team action. Also, I think that Montez Ford can be a world champion someday. Montez Ford, yeah, I could see it. Even Angelo Dawkins, he's really people um don't talk enough good about Angelo Dawkins. Morally, because when you see uh, Montez Ford, the dude is like, I don't know. When you when you see him wrestle, it looks like he weighs like 90 pounds. How high he can fly and how smooth everything he does is. But then Angelo Dawkins is kind of, he's athletic too, but he has, he's a great powerhouse. Yeah. Also, Montez Ford can sell like no other. He is the best. Um. See, the thing about Two K, by the way, they really need to get on his um five star splash because it is not as high as it should be. It should be way higher in the game. Yeah, dude, he he straight up like rocket launches himself up in the air and crashes down so hard. It is unnaturally high how high he jumps. But yeah, I like Montez Ford a lot, and I at the same time I don't want to see them break up. But if they ever do, then yeah. Whenever I see Montez Ford jump up so that like that high and crash down, it always reminds me of of Darby Allen whenever he's like a like a torpedo when he suicide dives. Yeah, the dude literally tries to kill himself. Yeah. Um, but it's just like like it. Why it reminds me so much is both of them they commit they commit to what what they're doing like. Mont Ford doesn't. He doesn't. It. Well, I'm sure he cares, but when he like jumps up high, like spring, like springs up and then crashes down, it. He fully commits to what he's doing. Yeah. All right. So next, next up, we got um. We got Ray and Dominic Mysterio versus Natalia and Tamina. Oh my gosh. So basically Natalia's theme song versus Ray Mysterio's. Yeah, and uh, both um both new men and women's tag team champions. Yeah. Um so as much as I like Natalia's theme song, I cannot listen to that a lot of times. Like, if I listen to that, like, three times in a row, I'll, I'll be sick of it. And this is a very underrated opinion, but Dominic Mysterio's theme song is amazing. 
and nobody talks about it. Dude, I love his theme song. Like, they made it perfect. So, yeah. Rey Mysterio's theme song, though. Yeah, um... The Mysterios. It's, it's, it's not exactly this, but it's like, it's like if you took Ray Mysterios, mixed it up a little bit, put some like modern, uh, like a modern twist mix on it, and and like, so it fits uh, Dominic a little more, and then they sent it to Dominic, or they gave Dominic like that, like it's a li- like. I it's I know it's not the exact same like track or um it's not the same theme but it feels like Ray's um with a modern mix uh, with a modern mix track on it and then that like um little bit like a remix of Ray's kind of if that makes sense. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. And I don't know when it will happen, but I really want to see Dominic Mysterio wear a mask or down the line. I know that they've been talk. I know that Ray has been talking um, about Dominic wearing a mask, and it's and it's like. I think Ray said, like in an interview, like when the time is right. I believe, I believe that's what he said about Dominic wearing a mask. Yeah, exactly. So, um, all right. So. Uh, I'm going Rand Dominic. Yeah, definitely. And by the way, this has nothing to do with this tournament or anything. But I just want I just felt like I had to say this before I forget about it and I never think about it again. You know Santos Escobar, um I believe he had this gimmick a while back and basically he put this was basically when he was starting out his faction or whatever. And he would put on his mask and it was like it gave him superpowers or something. I don't know what it was. And he would literally headbutt people and he would get the one, two, three, and they would say it's the power of the mask or something like that. And then I was always thinking, okay, so there's probably some metal in the mask or something like that. But it has never been confirmed there was anything in the mask, so I'm just so confused by that. I just... They, um NXT basically never got back to that story. So, I'm assuming the mask has powers or something on Santos Escobar. I don't know. But I hope that um story comes back. Because that was pretty cool, like, Putting on a mask. Yeah. That's it just made me think about that when we bring up mask. So what's the next one? Alright. Um 
Yeah, during but uh, yeah, during the uh, the um, the breakout star tournament, I believe. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember watching uh, some of those matches and um, seeing like that headbutt and like the whole power of the mask thing, and I was thinking the same thing too. Like, is like I, like is it like does he have like a metal plate? Is there like a like? Is it did he do something? Does he hide something in, inside the mask to, um, like help him win, or is his head just like really that strong? <laughs> exactly. Like he literally, like even when he had the mask off, well, when he first took it off, but he had it off still, but he like still carried the mask with him, I guess through the entrance. He um. Still would sometimes during the match when he was about to lose, he would still put it on and hit him in the head with it. So it always made me wonder, um, how does that make sense? But it is what it is, I guess. Yeah. All right. uh, Next up, we got Apollo Crews versus Cesaro. Yeah, um, Paulo Cruz. I mean, as much as I love Cesaro, his theme song is not perfect. It's not. It's not great. It's decent. I don't. I don't really. I. I feel like he needs a new theme song though, for sure. Yeah. Like, even when I was watching him come out for um the WWE Championship match, I just noticed his Titantron. I noticed his theme song. I noticed all of this, and I'm like. This guy's definitely not winning. And it was because... Could you imagine as a WB champion coming out to that theme song? I just couldn't. So I just hope they make it more legit. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree. He needs an upgrade. Um, The... The instrumentals of his song just aren't doing it for me. Um, and like the, like the, like the beat or like the drum beat, like, um, the intro, like the hard percussion or whatever that they're doing on that, on that song. It's just, it's, it's not working. Exactly. Sounds like a movie trailer or something. It does. It sounds like an action movie trailer. Like, like the, 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 uh, the, the trailer, the, the trailer track to, uh, to an action movie. Yeah. Um, um, so with that being said, Cesaro, his, it, it is a step up from his last team song, which was like an ambulance or something. It was, I don't know what it was, but it was not good but i a lot of people hate this this is probably one of the most mixed divided um opinions like some people love it some people hate it but i really loved his old swiss raps theme song a lot oh when you when when you first got here yes i love that song it was different and at least it, it was something like it yeah. And that whole gimmick I sp- I speak five languages and I squash everyone. I love that gimmick, but 
Yeah. Dude, once uh once Cesaro went from uh went from like the um the thigh bands to knee pads, you knew you knew he changed. Yeah. I, I honestly kind of missed the, the. All right. Uh, and for the last of the preliminaries, we got um, Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. Kevin Owens versus. Oh, oh my gosh, Sami Zayn. Of course, even even in even in a battle of the theme songs, these two face off. Exactly. So I will say, Kevin Owens really. There were some times where I felt like his song is kind of generic, but over time, it felt like it made it feels legit. And yes, I I like Kevin Owens' theme song, but. Sami Zayn's theme song is undefeated because not only him dancing to the theme song, but the theme song as a baby, basically as a hill, him dancing to it is amazing. But him as a baby face, it's just amazing either way. So definitely. And this was actually my old favorite theme song for a little bit, just because how catchy it was. I'm okay. so glad he didn't change it when he turned heel, though. For me, and uh, before I give my pick, I will say that Kevin Owens and his like, and his like, um, his like hard rock um, guitar theme uh, theme that he has, um, it fits him. It does. Um, like the like the um that like like prize fighter kind of theme it it really does it, it really does fit kevin um he doesn't need anything too flashy or, or too uh anything with a a lot of sounds in it yup but Uh, Sammy in, uh, Sammy, Sammy, uh, his in two K, um, in two K twenty, when when you when Sammy Zayn comes out, um, so like two thousand, two thousand twenty, two thousand early two thousand nineteen, um, when they were making his, when he was when he turned heel, um. And his his theme song is so upbeat and like happy, and he's like jokingly like dancing like he used to, mocking like he like he knows the fans want to see him dance to it, but he's a heel like he doesn't he doesn't want to dance he want to he wants to stretch to the ring. So the fact that he mockingly dances yeah. to shove it in the fans is so perfect. Let's yeah um. Sammy's in right now. I don't talk about it enough, weirdly. Maybe because I can't literally watch SmackDown right now. But Sami Zayn might be one, might be the most entertaining 
person in WWE. Think about it. He was one of the most entertaining per- people in 2019 in one of the darkest eras of pro wrestling. So, yeah. Dude, his 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 conspiracy theory uh, gimmick right now and, like, the whole, like, all of WWE is against him. Um, and how when he was trying to show Kevin Owens, like, that the, like, that there's a conspiracy and all of, like, WWE is conspiring against them. And he, he was trying to cheat. Um, and the ref was making great calls. The ref was doing his job. But he's, but he was like, see, 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 it's a conspiracy. He's conspiring against me. Oh, my goodness. It's so good. It really is good. I, I love his gimmick right now. It's it like... It's really good. I hope he doesn't turn babyface anytime soon, even though... Yeah, I, I can't imagine after this amazing hill run, him being as a babyface, to be honest. Yeah, okay. So, Sami Zayn advances. Also, same thing with um, Nakamura, with the, like, when the... Like, even when it stops his theme stops. The crowd keeps going. Same thing with Sammy and the Ole. They still keep going after it stops. Exactly. Okay. Um, Now on to um, the 16. Um, All right, we got um, next up. We got Dirty Dogs versus Apollo Crews. Okay, so Dirty Dogs. Uh, as don't they have a generic kind of theme song? It's okay. So it's um, it's it's like a mashup of Rude and Ziggler. Okay. It's 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 glorious and um here to show the world like mashed up where it's like it fade like one plays and then it fades out then like you, you know yeah. So yeah, Apollo definitely yeah, I, as much as I really, I love Ziggler and Rude, um, but yeah, I I feel like they need they need a set theme that fits their Dirty Dogs character, their Dirty Dogs uh, team. If they were singles wrestlers, yeah, um, I would pick Glorious over. Um, I would pick Glorious over Apollo's theme song, and I don't know, I'd probably pick um, Dolph Ziggler's theme over it, too. So, but yeah, right now, definitely Apollo. Yeah, Apollo with, like, his, um, uh, his theme, um, his, like, his tribal uh, like a Nigerian tribal theme mixed in with kind of also 
Um, they kept the the Apollo shout um, at the beginning, which is kind of weird for his theme because it's it's because of the Nigerian like tribal leader uh, part after it. But when I first heard Apollo, I honestly thought, yeah, this guy this guy's getting squashed. He's he's buried. But he picked up. This was back in Raw, back when basically every week Lashley squashed either Apollo, Ollie, or Ricochet. So, yeah. Or Cedric. Yeah, yeah. Those times. So, that's when he debuted that tape. So. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got Sami Zayn versus Carmella. Mm, Sami Zayn versus Carmella. I'm trying to remember Carmella's theme song. Okay. So, Carmella has a great theme song. Um, But, also, Carmella returned, and everyone was happy a few weeks ago. Finally, Carmella is getting the praise she deserves, but Sami Zayn. Okay. Again, a lot of these superstars, her her um, untouchable theme, it's good. I like it. It's 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 a good theme for her. Um, I really I love her fabulous theme more. That was like a lifetime since I heard that song, to be honest. It's okay. Fabulous was such a catchy theme theme song. And watching her moonwalk out like on the stage before she continued out before she continued down the ramp. Just it was different. Um, It was it was catchy. So if it was if it was fabulous against Sammy, uh, Sammy's um, Olay theme. Maybe it would be a little bit more tricky for me because those two, a battle of those two would be, I'd be a little bit more on the fence, but I do love Untouchable, but not as much as Olay. Exactly. So, Sammy for me. And... Sammy advances. Sorry, sorry, Mella. Yeah, you do have a, you do have a good theme, but you can't beat the classics. Go. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, we have Shinsuke Nakamura versus Reginald Thomas. Okay, I'd have... Wait, who against Reginald? Shinsuke. Yeah, okay. For starters, I don't think I've ever heard Reginald. And even if I did hear Reginald, it's nothing compared to um, Shinsuke. I've heard it briefly, and... It's generic, isn't it? It's, uh... It's like, okay, um... 
it's like oh it's a mix of uh like it's like a male carmella um like bougie theme ah So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 not my favorite. I I don't I don't really like it. it I, I'm sure it's great for him. And uh, ever since he like he got into like the suits um, after uh, being paired with Shayna and Jack. <laughs> He, I feel like he got that theme at, like when he started like uh, hanging out with them. So it's yeah, it's not great. <laughs> so yeah, Reginald's. I love Reginald. So but yeah, he 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 needs a better theme. Um, Very funny guy. I love original, but you're not you're not beating uh, Shinsuke. Um. All right, up next we got Alpha Academy versus King Baron Corbin. Wait, who? Alpha Academy versus King Baron Corbin. I hate. I don't know how I feel about King Corbin being from, but yeah, I guess uh, this is a difficult one because I don't like as much as I love King Corbin's theme song. I kind of got tired of it. I. It's kind of overplayed. Um, it was cool at first, but now it's just. And uh, also, it's literally like the royal like the royal sound um mixed with his his just his theme yeah and yeah um the the um gable one and stuff that has been played since 2016 but um it's still a theme song if i hear on tv i'm not going to be like I'm tired of it. Like, I don't know. I guess I can. It's a good theme song. So, if this was um just Baron Corbin's old theme song without the royal thing, it would definitely be different. But since we're comparing theme songs, current yeah, current yeah. current day theme songs yeah, and that counts as the theme song that counts as part of it. I gotta go with Gable. I I don't disagree. I'm going Gable too. It's just he needs a new one. I feel like a lot of these people, a lot of people on this list, they just need new themes. Exactly. <laughs> and because it's their it's their older theme mixed with a theme that we, like it's you have. A person whose theme isn't that bad and kind of catchy, 
and doesn't need a new theme versus a person who whose theme is good, but it's not as great as theirs, and they also need a new one. So it's like, that's what, like, or they, or, like, if it was their old one and not their new one, then it would be a different story. Also for a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so Alpha Academy advances. Alright. Up next we have Big E versus Ray and Dominic. Oh, gosh. Uh... I know. <laughs> okay. I gotta think about this one for a second. Okay, so uh, oh, I gotta go biggie on this, I guess. I because either one is out there for me, so I'll just pick Big E, but wait, wait. Speak we're on SmackDown, SmackDown themes. Best SmackDown themes right now. Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah, I'll go a little bit. Yeah, Big E. I'll take Big E. Okay. Um, I love... I know I may sound repetitive, and I'm starting a lot of these out the same way, but this is just how I feel um, with with a lot of these. And Ray, no, no. I, I love you guys. Um, Ray, your your theme song is your theme song is one of the goats. Um, e, it's cat like E's is catchy. Plus, uh, feel the power is the chorus. I really love. This is tough. I I gotta go Ray. I know it's Ray and Dom, but um, they basically they use Ray's. um, I think they basically use Ray's. So I'm going Ray and Dom. It's so tough, but and I love them both. But Ray's is is too nostalgic for me.
right. This is our first coin flip in a while. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, Ray and Dom, if either of these advance, I'll like I'll be happy with either of these because they're both really great themes. Yeah, same. All right, Rand, random um, heads, big E tails. Uh, okay, it's it's heads, random advance. All right, there. So our big E, I we. Your theme is is good. good. I I love your theme. I'm no hate here, but this is a really tough decision. <laughs> yeah, this is gonna be tougher ones too. Oh, once we get down to the to the ends, once we get down to like the semifinals, finals. Ooh. Um. All right, we got. Up next, we got the Usos against the Riot Squad. Okay. That shouldn't be a hard one for me, but it kind of is. Because Riot Squads are just so catchy, even though it's at the same time so generic. But... uh... Raw's theme songs. Uh, I can't go by catchy. It's just better theme song, and I'll go with Usos. I mean, I I I will say before before um before I give my answer, the Usos to me have. Never had a bad theme song so far. Um, when uh, they uh, they started with um, "Come So Close," I believe it's called, or "So Close Now." Uh, uh, so close now was good, uh, was really good. Um, they're like, they're Samoan, like tribal, I don't know what you call it, dance that they, they did to start off, uh, there before they, before, and then they would like, like jump and like hit it and the fire would come up and there's the so close now would play, uh, great visual effects for that song. And, Day one and day one ish and day one remix penitentiary um edition, I believe it's called. Um Day One ish penitentiary remix. It's 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 a I I love that they remixed it. Uh, I I I gotta go with Usos. Alright. That's good.
Down Since Day One is are, is a, a really good theme song. Alright. Up next, we got The Street Prophets versus Murphy. <laughs> Street Prophets. I don't... I. I will be 100%. I don't like Murphy's theme song a lot. Wait, is, wait, is it still his Disciple one? No, he got a new one. I don't know what it was. It was, I remember it being kind of generic, but it being kind of decent. But it wasn't any words. It was more of a beat. Uh, it, I'm just glad it, uh, it's not his Murphy and... I forgot what the, basically his old theme song. I'm so glad he moved past his 205 Live theme song and his Before the Disciples theme song. Um, I, 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 I'll say I enjoyed, um, what was it? Best Kept Secret. I think that was the theme song name. That's NXT theme song. Um, like in Mercy. It, yeah, it was it, like it was that, but he used it for his, his yeah. Uh, singles. Yeah, I um, I kind of liked. I mean, I didn't like it to be honest. Be, but like after a little bit, I kind of started liking it because I I don't know, but yeah, I I just started disliking it again. His new theme song is kind of generic, but um. I don't think I've ever I have I don't think I've heard it. Since he's gotten his new theme song, he's probably been up there once. So I'm not shocked. Um I don't believe I've heard it and so I can't really give a thought on it because I haven't heard it. So um it's uh by default I would have to go with Street Profits. Plus, also, plus, also, um, even though I haven't heard it, I bet that Shree Prophet's uh, song song is better. Yeah. So, Shree Prophet. Yeah. Um, yes, this is something I gotta say. Um, Jim Johnson said it best: who created legendary theme songs like Undertaker's, etc. But he said that um, modern day theme songs are basically eh, kind of like they're decent at best subpar but I agree with that just because why I kind of feel like WWE just noticed this it feels like WWE is trying to get rid of lyrics and theme songs That's one thing I don't like because I love lyrics and theme songs. It just makes the theme song better in all for me. Unless it's something like Kevin Owens theme songs or whatever, but yeah. I I I do agree that um I do agree that lyrics are better than um lyrics are better than uh instrumental. Um, 
like look look at all the look at all the greatest theme songs of all time throughout WWE. All of them had lyrics. <laughs> well, most of them had lyrics. Exactly. I don't know what the what would the greatest theme song be without lyrics. Probably Kane's theme song. Maybe I don't even know. Kane or Undertaker? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Under Undertaker doesn't need lyrics. That gong is enough. It really is. Like you, that's the like. That that's the that's the thing that I love about um. Uh. Undertaker and and Stone Cold. You hear that gong or you hear that glass shatter, you know like you're in deep trouble. Exactly. So yeah, I I gotta think about that one. I might answer that on the next podcast. I what's, have to. what's the best non-lyric theme song? Yeah. So I'll, I'll, th- I'll think about it too. All right. All right. Up next. Up next is Sonya Deville versus Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Wait, Sonya Deville? I mean, I wouldn't even... I really can't think of her theme. I kind of can. I liked her theme song, but just because he's not really a wrestler right now, Roman... I mean... I think she does. She come wait when she walks out to the ring. Does she come out with her feet like with a song or does she just walk out? I feel like she just walks out. Oh, if that's the case, then Roman, if she doesn't hurt, use her theme song anymore because that's the thing. Like she was on the list, but I I wasn't sure to add her or not because I thought she came out with her theme song. But if she doesn't come out with it, then she's disqualified. All right, yeah. Yeah, like, it, like, well, one, she's not a pro wrestler. I don't know, what, like, I don't know why I added her. Her, I thought that maybe she came out with a, her theme song. Um, but, the uh, up here, so I'm not surprised. I I know Reginald has a theme song. That's why I added him. Yeah. Um, I wasn't. That that just might have been my bad because I I I now I can't remember if she just walks out or she has or if she comes she might just walk out because since she's a GM or an authority figure now. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. Uh. I I think I think Sonya would be disqualified. Yeah. 
My bad. <laughs> All right. Oh, no. Why? What is it? We're on the quarterfinals now, by the way. Roman versus Sammy. Why? Wait, who versus Sammy? Roman. Oh, my God. Why? Why these two? Uh, Well, I guess guess it was bound to happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, I haven't, I haven't, uh, before this, I haven't been on the, um, on the other side or the other end of, of, of a podcast, of a tournament podcast. And now, and, and now I'm, I'm remembering what it, now I'm feeling the feels of what it's like to be on the other end. While you while you think, I'll just say this: Romans, really good, fits him. It's, really, it's great, Sammy, great. Fans can fans participate with it even after it's done. This is hard. Sorry if we're not talking. We're just heavily considering and uh, heavily considering this matchup. Okay, so I'm just going to say, which theme song do I personally like more? Like, I think more catchy, and I would listen to more. Definitely, Sami Zayn's more. Um, but as far as better theme song, I guess, for the character. I'd have to go with Roman, so Roman. And, like, Sammy seems like a babyface theme song, but his theme song is solely to mock his fans that were fans of him for his babyface persona. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting having um it's interesting taking a song that Sammy has had since the beginning of his time that he's been here versus a new song that Roman just got. Yeah. Exactly. 
One is fresh and new. The other is nostalgic. Yup. If I could, okay. Um, I this is for the top, uh, the top of the mountain in theme songs for SmackDown. Um, My 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 gut says Sammy, so I'm going with Sammy. That's fair. <sighs> All right, coin flip. <sighs> if either if either of these advance, I'm perfectly fine with it because this is a really tough choice. So, um, Roman heads Zane tails. And it is Tails. Sami Zayn advances. That's fair. I like I like the I like the this 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 one. Um, um I really enjoy this tournament because it's like whoever advances, we're okay with it. It's yeah. Not, it's not just like Oh, like I don't want this one. If this one advances, I'll I'll be mad. Or if this one loot, like, uh, or if this one wins, I'll be mad. It's like no, whoever like, it's 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 tough. Such hard choices that it's like, we'll like okay. Props to whoever goes 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 forward. Okay. Um. Up next. We have the Usos versus Ray and Dominic. Usos. Okay. That's a hard one. Uh, They're only going to get harder. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I say. Okay, so I got to give this one to Ray. So yeah, uh, stereos. Even as difficult as it is, uh, 
I, I really, really, really love the Usos theme. But on on nostalgia and on principle, I have to go with I have to go with Ryan Dominic. It's 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 too. That's my childhood, man. All the same. Also, like I know we're we're just going on raids, but also again, Dominic's theme, so fire. Yeah. Um, okay. Up next we have a lot of tag team tag teams have advanced. This is interesting. Yeah. All right, up next we have Apollo Crews versus the Street Profits. Um, okay. Okay, so... Um, Street Profits, just because they're it fits their character more. I love how you say it fits their character more when Cruz is literally a Nigerian anthem. <laughs> really? Yeah. I must have missed not... that. Well, Never mind, not... Apollo. Apollo, my bad. Well, it's it's not a Nigerian anthem, but it's a like it's a Nigerian like tribal um, leader theme. Um, after the Apollo um, in his song, it, it switches to like a like a Nigerian drums or something like that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, I would have, uh, I would have to go Street Profits. <laughs> it's catchy. <laughs> And 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 not more. Just um, like I said earlier, not only is it catchy, but when Montez and Dawkins groove, you want to groove too. Like it, it 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 incites a feeling inside you when when you listen to it, or for me at least. That's yeah, you're right. But um, again. If if either of these advance, I'm totally cool with it. Alright. Um Cruise, Tails, um, Street Profits heads. Wait, who is wait what? Um, I said, I said Street Profits, you said Cruise. Okay. So, corn flip. Um, Cruise, Tails, Street Profits, Heads. Uh, 
and it is heads. Uh, Street Profits ex- ed- advance. Okay. Um, up next, Alpha Academy versus Nakamura. 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 <laughs> There's no debate. Yeah. And now we're on to the semifinals. Up next, we got... Um, Um, up next, we have Ray and Dominic versus Sami Zayn. Now it's, uh, now it's two nostalgic, nostalgic themes. Say it again, sorry. It's Sami Zayn versus Ray and Dominic. Uh, I gotta go with Sami Zayn on this one. Now it's two nostalgic games. <laughs> Yo. I'm going with Random. All right. Uh, coin flip. Um, uh, random heads, Zane tails. And it is Tails Zane advances. Oh, fair, fair. Up next is the finals, or not the finals, but the final of the semifinals. And that is Nakamura and Street Profits. Is this our finals? No, it's 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 the last uh it's it's the last of the semifinals. Okay, so Hmm. 
it's the finals of the semifinals. I know it's con- I know that was it's like a it, it's confusing, but yeah, I should have said last of the semifinals, but I. Th- I I know I know who I'm going for. Who? I'm going Nakamura. Nakamura against who again? Say the Street Profits. Yeah, Nakamura. Nak yeah Nakamura. It's just I love Street Profits. You're entertaining. You're fun. But it's Shinsuke Nakamura. And we are finally at the. This is honestly what I thought would happen in the the finals, and I'm and I'm and I'm really happy that this is the matchup that happened because I thought that this would happen, or I early on I guessed it, um, and it came true. Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke. Yeah, I thought this would happen too. I what, like once we like. Once we started talking about uh, uh, Sammy, um, and how like, like, we talked about like, and then we were saying once I said with Sammy and Nakamura, the the like both uh, fans seeing after their song is over. Once I said that, I'm like, these two are probably going to be in the finals. <laughs> But it's well deserved that these two are in the finals because, like I said, no, like there are no other theme songs that I know that the fans um, continue on, uh, like continue on singing or uh, like continue on with the song even after. Even while the match is going on, you're right. Well, I just saw another one, but not as it doesn't have as much of the same impact. Um, uh, Fandango or Fandango, Fandango, however you say it. His his uh, uh fondangoing, that like when like uh people would fondang did like fondangoing in in the stands during the match. That's yeah. the only thing that I can think of, but it doesn't have it. Like I said, it doesn't have the same effect or impact as these two. Yeah, you're right. Uh... 
Um, what are your thoughts before choosing? So, obviously, Sami Zayn. Oh. I'm trying to play them in my head multiple times. But Same. Sami Zayn is pretty much perfect. His theme song. And so is Shitsuke's. So... so difficult. I will say before I give my answer, it is very well deserved that these two are in the finals. You know, I just thought of something, and I haven't put this into consideration before. Shinsuke is Shinsuke is known as as uh, and I honestly I didn't think of this till now, but I forgot that Sammy Sammy Zayn man uh, like accompanied Nakamura like as like a manager slash like advocate. I did forget about that and that was the first match for each other. <laughs> Nakamura and <laughs> Wow. Um but uh like like I was uh, like I was about to say Nakamura he's the artist. Uh, or he's known as the artist and with his entrance it's not just an entrance um i know we're talking about like his theme but when when his theme plays and he does his entrance um it's like it's like a show or it's like like what is like it's like it's not only just like a show it's like an experience like when he like like grabs the rope and like drop down drops down like um onto his like legs and um like comes back up like it's so extravagant and like i haven't i haven't put that into consideration or thought until now because i like i act like this entire time i've just like like known like nakamura's like theme is better but so i didn't have to think about that that till now but I actually mm. um, I've I've made up my mind. What? Um I'm going I'm going Shinsuke. Just the artistry and like the how he he performs his entrance is so unique, and the and his his theme song is like his theme his his theme goes accompanies like the like his like almost like a concert basically, uh, his for his entrance. 
You do have a good point. So I'm I'm going I'm going knock. Mm. Yeah. That makes sense. Um So Okay, so Hmm. I was, think oh, good. I was gonna pick Sammy Zayn, morally because I really forgot my points because you made very good points. Um, I had some points like so considering right now, which is the better thing right now I would have to probably agree with you then Shosuke so yeah also um if we did this um I would say if we did this a little earlier like like earlier in March, before Nakamura got his old team back, this would probably be a different story. So we would be judging his 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 old old like his his team before he got his old his one his old one back. Yeah. Now. It would have been a whole different story. Yeah, it would have been a whole different story. But the fact that Nak got his 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 uh um his like. Violin, like right? Didn't he get the violin one back? Yeah, yeah. So, so you, uh, you, uh, you going, uh, knock. Yes. All right. And that concludes the smack the um smackdown entrance uh or the not smackdown um the entrance the entrance theme top of the mountain tournament. And Shinsuke is the winner. Okay, is your best theme song on SmackDown right now? You um, you called it. Yup. And we're definitely probably going to redo this tournament whenever the draft happens. The oh oh because there'll be new SmackDown superstars. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to be doing raw theme songs. How about next week, maybe? Yeah. All right. Raw next week. Let's see. Where was uh knock? I love how um I love how after um Nakamura 
one commander uh, against uh, Commander Aziz. Um, you're, and we we're both like definitely Nakamura. <laughs> and you, um, as soon as that ended, you were, when you were like, um, Nakamura's probably gonna win this whole thing, and I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> he did. Exactly. But um, the point, like the point I was making earlier, it's it's amazing to me how most all because I didn't like I was saying before I w- didn't think about this or didn't put this into a factor because I wasn't have like heavily consider considering Nakamura's entrance. I was just thinking about his theme because um, that's what we were doing. We were thinking about themes. But when you, but when I thought about it, and I thought about his entrance with the theme, he perf- he lear- like most superstars just walk down. They, uh, like Nakamura performs like a concert, um, for his entrance. He really does. It is two hours and 30 mi- 37 minutes. All right. So, perfect time to end it, I guess. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, we gave about an hour, an hour and 30 minutes of tournament. And an hour of basically reviewing it, so... A review, yeah. uh, under siege and WrestleMania backlash. Um, hope you all enjoyed. This was very fun. Very tough decisions had to be made, but of course, we we had to make them. Did. Um, and we'll see you next time. Actually, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow on the. I'll be with KP on the entertainment podcast. I'll see you on Friday with Jake. Actually, this will be this. Um, I don't know why I'm talking like this, because when I this podcast is being made, like when this podcast is being posted, I'm going to be. This podcast will be probably posted right after the review podcast. So just know that we, we made this on Tuesday. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, after, right after the review, um, this, yeah, like you said, this will be posted up. So, um, actually, um, what we should say is, see, at, uh, um, um, see you after the review. Yeah. Or, um. I don't, I don't know, like, wait, but no, this one, this is, this is made before the review, so. <laughs> oh, um, hope you guys enjoyed the review. There we go. Yeah, that's good.
There we go. Enjoy the review, the entertainment podcast, and every single else thing. Basically, enjoy our week of podcasts. Basically. But yeah, enjoy the review mostly because this is going to be posted right after. All right. Oh, also, if you guys... If you guys are Christians or like are or are in faith, check out the um the faith podcast uh with me and Kenny. Definitely check that out. All right, see you next time. Later.